Life's a bitch, episode three, audio only. What's up? What's up? What's up? Love y'all. I'm Dick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Fee. And I'm Mitch. So, long time, long time off the air, no recording. I'm a procrastinator. Had to put it off for various reasons, but excuses are excuses. Don't lie, we all know you're a werewolf. Mm-hmm. I ain't that kind of werewolf, no. You had troubles with the full moon. Fucking full moon. Fucking lie. You ain't that fucking one guy. He's fucking dead, bro. I've been on the run for a bit. <coughs> and the way low, because you killed the guy. Oh. I had to go stay in southern Indiana for a bit. I still love you. Fuck that guy. Welcome back, man. We had to eat. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So. I don't really know what we're talking about today, but it's going to be something for sure. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> usually you got the uh, prep going on. I have no uh, prep tonight. Have you tried to full send it? Have you, like, all right, so basically, like, cause I was thinking about it earlier, what's for you? And I was thinking, like, bro, fucking the, uh, like, the government's just like, yo, aliens are real. <laughs> like, just on the wall, yeah. like, they're about to release these materials they've had since Roswell. I'm fucking hyped about that. That's coming yeah. soon, bro. And I'm like, I'm all here for it. I'm ready for this shit. So, here's a crazy little bug I got in my head the other night. So, I don't know. There's just a whole lot of alien stuff thrown out in the mainstream every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a, like, very cool idea. And, like, no wonder why it's there and that popular. Because it's a totally possible idea. And, like, the unknowns and interest in the unknowns and, like, everything about it is what makes it so interesting. So... Anyways, I don't know. Since it's so mainstream and everything, what if aliens were fake? And just, like, they knew that and, like, every UFO sighting was, like, the government. Uh, I'm, government I'm a firm believer something. that they, quote, aliens are us, time travelers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that before. But with what you're saying, like, because a lot of people believe in that. Or it could be us, you know, like, well, like Eric's... Uh, that's a big theory what you're talking about like there's a I watched a documentary about it the other day and there's like this whole ass there's a lot of uh, it's almost like space is fake but more believable like you could actually get on that boat you know yeah. well it's like from what or at least what I believe is like that there's aliens we're in contact with but like the aliens view us as a dangerous species, so they they, they they sanction us and like keep a watch on us. But then our government doesn't like that, so our government manipulates the fact that what you said that people are so quick to believe in aliens. So they have alien technology that they use to trick people. Like there's this big th- conspiracy theory out there right now that the government is going to use, like, holograms to project. In certain parts of the world, they'll project Jesus and whatever and, like, manipulate those people. But in other parts, they'll project aliens. And they're going to, like, basically make it look like... Yeah, they're going to make it look like there's, like, a mass alien world type thing going on, yeah. Yeah, and then it got me thinking, one. it was like, what about in Japan? Like, yeah, we do Godzilla. Like, is it going to be that stereotypical or what? Like, what's going to happen in Mexico? Because they're pretty much fucked. Like, they're going to be like, whatever happens, like, oh, whatever. Like, Sombrero saucers. Um, no, no, what, what's their uh, little mutant thing? It's not Chupacabra. Chupacabra, Chupacabra. yeah. Chupacabra. Chupacabra, you know, the little children. That's what's up. 
But yeah, I, I definitely feel like what you're saying could be shit, the shit. But I, I personally think that they're out there, but they're past like the point of like violence and shit, and they're just looking at us like, why are y'all fighting? Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, yeah, why are they she's slamming each other? I mean, I know it sounds like New World Order and um, draconian shit. I, I do feel like we should be on like a universal world currency. Yeah, like who's nearly says a similar new set set of laws and stuff like that. Um, yeah, who says the New World Order is necessarily a bad thing? Basically, like it might be, it could be a good thing. It depends on which way it goes. Yeah, for sure. It could be a good thing because what's what's happening isn't working. Like what's going on right now isn't really working. Oh no, definitely, especially with these made up lines and the fucking sand that we call borders. What the fuck is that? Some imaginary bullshit. It's all earth. I mean, I feel it. The, like the, the idea of a border for, is stupid and ignorant. It's only driven by capitalism and money. <coughs> I mean, I feel, I feel it for cultural reasons, like having borders and stuff. Yeah. But like, I feel like that should be up to the <coughs> up to the people. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you like, you okay? You're coughing. <coughs> So much pot. Who would have fucking thought it? I'm dirty. I'm a dirty, dirty boy. Dirty dick. Live from fucking Las Vegas. It's Sunday night. Welcome to my podcast. (laughs) You guys, you guys are two of of my bestest friends in this existence. Yeah, you guys are definitely my real guys. I feel like we're a quarter, if not over a quarter way through our lives. I feel like all three of us will make that happen. I think about that sometimes. I'm at least halfway through my life. Nah, I wouldn't say that. Let's get back in the gym. Let's get healthy, dude. Let's go. Me and you all the time. You know what I'm saying? I need it. I need it, too. I need change in my life. I need to eat right. You saw me eating that salad earlier. I feel bad about eating that pizza. (laughs) I've been working out consistently for like two months, I guess. It's It's been pretty good. Of course, Dick was in shape. I work here at UPS too though. It's fucking. I'm always moving, so it's easy. It's a sexy dick. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, dick. 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 Dick has always been fit for as long as I know him. <laughs> it's been a long time. Like half our lives. Probably. Look. <laughs> this is not a long time at all. Fucking barely over ten. I've known. Years. I've known you since you were seven. I remember meeting you at Freight Village. Like, I mean, you were young, so you probably don't remember it. Yeah, but that, that was like a flash. Yeah, I remember because you and I, you and Tristan met before I had even met Johnny or anybody. The first one out of anybody in the neighborhood I met was Johnny, and this motherfucker was literally in my head. I was like, that is a fucking raccoon human. You know, he was wild. And I met him when I worked at Melton's at 15. Fuck yeah, yeah. I remember meeting you before I'm probably anybody. Before Johnny or I never even met you. I just knew from you brought early. me my black lab out, black back, uh, my black lab back. Yeah, whenever dude. she got out one day, that's kind of tough to tongue twister. Black lab back. You were destined. <laughs> Bitch can't say that five times fast. So whatever they say. Um, anyways, yeah, that was super good looking, dude. She got out all the time. She got hit by two cars. That sucks. Yeah, she was a really good dog. Yeah, fucking dog. Broke it up, cars. Really good at just running and trying to explore shit. Such a good girl. She just doesn't give a fuck about borders or fences or none of that. That's a free spirit. Yeah. That's how they go, man. So, like, um, I don't know. I wanted to talk about expanding consciousness, but. 
What do you think? So, so if you're somebody, if you're somebody listening to this, like if you're somebody sitting here on the other end of this listening, like what do you think? Like what would be a first step? Like if you just stumbled across this, and somebody just starts paying attention, and they're like, man, what, I wonder what I would do. And then like, what would you think? Like a first step into it would be, or what was your first step into it? In just mm. wanting to actively expand your consciousness. I guess I started at a young age smoking marijuana. Yeah. Was it minor psychedelic? Definitely mind expansion. That sets you off as a space. Makes you think about your actions. (coughs) Oh yeah. (coughs) I think it's natural. Like I I was pretty free spirited even before I ever touched the drugs. Right. I'm just glad I figured out which ones were good and which ones were gonna hurt me. You know what I'm saying? I did not. I stayed off the opiate kick. Never, never messed with any speed or cocaine. I can definitely say I'm glad that that portion of me is in the past. I was kind of old enough to have been uh, around the culture long enough to, I guess, gauge everything out and do my own research because the internet was a thing and popping my whole my whole existence pretty much. I just well, know my I just know my fucking limits. Like yeah. that was my thing. Like I just. This person is on meth, and they stole from me, so I probably shouldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I never, that's one thing, though. I never fucked with meth. There was never on anybody with meth. Like, that was kind of a line in the sand. Like, meth, heroin, shit like that. Cocaine is, like, such a accepted thing in certain circles, so it was, like, real easy to get into that, going to concerts and shit. But I was just going to a ton of concerts in all these different states, and... Like, when you drive, like, five or ten hours in a day, it's like there's really nothing else to do but cocaine. So. Yeah, the tea bugs on the drive. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And then, and then past that, it was just making that connection. So then even when I wasn't around those people, it was just having that connection. So even years later, it's like, hadn't done it in, like, a year. And then fucking, hey, let me get a gram, see what that does. And, like, six months later, I've been getting, like, a gram every two weeks. And I'm like, man... I gotta stop forever. God damn it. How many doses is a gram of cocaine? Oh man. Uh, honestly, dose, like I don't know what that is exactly. Like, cause it just depends honestly on you. Like I have a very oh, low tolerance. How many very, small lines could you get out of a gram? I couldn't. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't really 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 mess with cocaine such as myself. It'd be way more than twenty. So yeah. it's like with a gram, you're looking at like if you're like me, like I can make a gram last a week. Doing a couple lines a day with a blunt, it was straight. So how many does it take you to get high? Like two little ones? Well, the thing with coke is you're never going to be high for a long period of time unless you do cocaine over a long period of time. So the best part, like basically you, you what is, like you, uh, if you've ever heard the term on the bus or not, like if you get on the bus and that's like, initially probably three lines like you're gonna do a line like i used to like to put some on the end of the cigarette to make my mouth numb so i dip a little in the in the coke and then i do two lines smoke my cigarette do the third line then i'm on the bus like i'm pretty i'm on coke 30 minutes later listening to songs or whatever 20 minutes for me it was about 15 20 minutes do a couple more lines and you just go on like that for five ten hours however long you want and then, but even with a gram, you could do that, you know, for quite a while, for four or five hours, and still have probably half a gram left. And that's generally what I would do. Like one night, 
four to five hours, you know, however many limes, half a gram, and then save the other half for the rest of the week. I might have done a half of a gram over the course of about eight, four to six hours worth of knowledge. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You ever, done a whole, you ever done a whole gram in one night? Yeah. What's your highest amount in one night, you think? One gram. Yeah, I've never, because like I said, I just have a really low tolerance. That one night, though, is over a 10-hour period with a lot of sex and fucking yeah. food and drinks in between. So oh, yeah. it was pretty healthy. Like, because like, I've looked it up even because the first time I did it was like a fucking excapade of a whole day of driving to Illinois, doing coke all day, going to a concert in a restaurant, and then driving back, doing coke all day. So fucking... I looked up that night on Google on my phone, like, how much does it take to die? And I'd probably done at this point, like, <laughs> a half a gram or a gram over a whole day. And it was like, you'd have to do a gram in an hour. And I'm like, how the fuck do people die on cocaine? Like, I feel wow. like I'm dying now, and I've done half a gram, Jeez. you know, you know, quarter, you know, 75% of a gram. But it was, uh, it was like, yeah, at a certain point, I liked it too much, and I was like, yeah, I probably need to just stop doing it. Or at least stop having connection to get it. So I just kind of yeah. don't have You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah, have any contacts. So if I can't go get it, then I'm not going to do it. Right, right. So. And then, like, for all the viewers or listeners, uh, none of us would actually partake in illegal activities such as doing illegal drugs or anything like that all just because right. we're stupid and bullshit and trying to be cool. This is in the past. Yeah. We're joking. We're joking. We don't do drugs. We just tell stories about doing drugs. Right. So, we hope you all enjoy. And, um, I don't know. Back to the cocaine thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, you do cocaine, you, you did cocaine with girls? Yeah. How was sex on cocaine? Uh, pretty enjoyable. Like, like sex on other drugs, such like as LSD from, or from what I've heard, like you call it, like I guess chem sex, like sex on drugs would be called chem sex. And I'd 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 relate it to like probably like Adderall, like kind of the same thing. Okay. But it just again it depends on how much you're doing and shit. Like I, I never did a whole lot of anything. because like, I just don't like I don't like to be overstimulated by shit. Like, what? What's the fuck up? It's funny because like we're we're sitting here talking about this and like I like I had to help Whitney with a with a school project and uh, it was like she had to interview someone who had been an addict at one point in their life and it was funny because I get to talk and like her whole paper is about how like it's like a community effort and you know NAA that those things help and my personal experience wasn't the same as that like it's kind of unique so it was like. I had to like cur- curve my stuff to fit her paper because she had already written the paper. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of awkward because at first she was like, so how did like AA or community help you? I was like, it didn't. Nobody nobody helped me. My homeboys helped me by saying it's going to be all right, dog. Like, and then she was just like, oh, <coughs> it's not going to work. That doesn't fit with my yeah. paper. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Hey, speaking of this kind of stuff, uh, one day, I don't know, a couple months ago or something, 
I was hanging out with my dad, and he had been drinking, you know. And uh, he was like, one of his, he like, he was like, I regret, I re- really regret not letting Colin move in. Whenever y'all asked. Oh shit! And I was just like, uh, yeah. That's all good, man. That's all and good. I was like, I was like, don't hang up on it, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Don't things be were different it. then. Yeah. Things were different then. Yeah, like, nah. I just, I don't know. I wanted to tell you that at some point. I just, I wouldn't have, I would, I probably would have forgot it if I didn't. I feel it. Like, yeah. No, no. Yeah. If you, uh, if, you if you, if you think about it, me. tell him like, yeah, no hard feelings on that. I, I feel it 100%. Think yeah, about it. Like, I told him it wasn't even like that. Don't trip, bro. Nah, nah, for sure. Hey, I, good for good for making up. <laughs> <laughs> but, Yikes. But gross. <laughs> Cringe. Uh, but, uh, didn't know we were that kind of podcast. Fucking A. Hard on us coming here. next, bro. Hard on <laughs> I am so... A whole bunch of white gear in the building right now. When I'm over here not on drugs and looking at this keyboard thingy that's flashy and my ADD kicks in. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just... I uh, want to touch buttons. For sure. It happens. I ain't, I ain't mad at you, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I look at the past like I wouldn't change shit. You know what I mean? Sure. Even, the, even, even the worst, hardest bullcrap. It's the, like, man. The future and the past don't even exist to me. Yeah, I feel you. That's one of the things I think about the way with the the parts of the ego I was talking about earlier. <laughs> I don't even think about to the future or, or the past ever. Try to live in the moment. That shit don't matter. It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. I, I think I was talking to you about it the other day. I was talking to Tristan about it the other day. It's like, I don't really plan shit or I don't really... The only thing is, though, is, like, a lot of stuff from the past, like, I've learned from things, but, like, I was learning in my philosophy shit, like, I, I took this philosophy class, and really the only thing I learned from the whole motherfucker was, like, this dude just talking about, um, like, basically, there is no free will, like, you're just doing what doesn't hurt, like, you, you learn things that suck or that hurt, and then you don't do that thing, and then that's pretty much your life, like, you know, you do the the job, like pretty much like the job you're going for or whatever, it's going to be the thing you're the best at or you want to be the best at. But the thing you're the worst at, you're not going to fuck with that. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, like, here you go. I got exactly what you're saying. Um, I've been picking up a little bit on Eastern Eastern religion, you know, Buddhism, Hinduism, Taoism. Tristan talks a lot about that. And, um... um the, the one of the one of the main ideas in Hinduism is that like where you're going your your destination in life I guess that's sort of like destiny but not really you know it's like uh, well anyways that's exactly like what you were saying is that it, it's where you're going and then your karma is what you do on the way to the the destination and that's like what you're doing inside the car or the plane and that's what you're doing so you have like a varying what you can do, you know, but it's up to you. It's up to you and the yeah. life you want to live. I just not like truth to touch myself. <laughs> I feel like it's subjective. Yeah, that's like that. that's a good point though that you it's subjective. Like that's your thought, you know, that's your paradigm and then your paradigm is to touch yourself. <laughs> my paradigm is to eat fucking ass. You know ass are always touching me inside my mind and my heart. Oh that's sweet. And I wear gloves. <sighs> yeah you got to. It's sanitary in there. Yeah, I I think everything is like relative or subjective. It's kind of like, like you care a lot. Like you're looking deep into it, so you have this like very good experience. But then like a lot of people, a lot of people are fucking dumb. 
They got a lot of B-Boy zombies, like 85%. The zombies scare me, too. I, was a zombie. I feel like I was a zombie for a little bit. There were points where I was a zombie. But, but you were never, you were always going towards what you are now, though. That's what yeah, I'm saying. There's always momentum. something in you that made you you. I had momentum, yeah. Same with all of us. Like, there yeah. is a reason that that we were all driving towards what we think now or where we're at now. Um, I have somebody I think we need to save. Who? What do you got? I have a friend. Um, Can you really John say? Okay. He, um, he's a very smart, great soul of a dude, you know? Yeah. But he's been on hard times and he's been stuck in this rut for quite a while now and no, I think we need to. I think you and him need to link up together on a pod or something that I can produce, because he's going through issues with you know drinking and shit right now, which reminds me of my dad, you know. Yeah. But um, you know, there's. I mean, there's an awesome human there. You can quit. You can do anything at any moment. It's just the willingness behind the yeah. the action. I think if you saw some had something positive going for himself, you know, the, 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 and he wants a creative outlet. Yeah, that would be good, and the, the main thing for, for that dude, though, you just gotta, like, he's gotta want it, though, that's yeah. the thing, like, you can't really, oh, yeah. you're gonna freak him out if you, you approach him like yeah. that, like that, yeah. to me, because, I mean, he's already said that he doesn't really want to quit right now, because it's the only way he knows how to cope with everything. That's what I'm saying, like... <clears throat> That's why you, can't, you just really can't save them all. I mean, for so me, I think try. you just you have to try. think. You gotta think of sustainability. Like, is is what you're doing sustainable? No. Do you want to live? Yes or no? Like, there's. It's like a like if you think of it as like a flow chart. Just it's hard to be objective like that. Yeah. Like for me, I I kind of just chose like drugs that won't kill me, and I do those. You know what I mean? Like that's like, what I told him. I'm like, you know. You need to smoke and more weed and do more mushrooms, and he was like, you know, exactly. I, I don't theoretically. Exactly. He agreed with me. He was like, I probably do. Because um, alcohol is one of the drugs that will kill you. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't get it confused. It is a drug. Yeah. And and everything is. I, I think you can't. Yeah, everything's chemical. Yeah, yeah. My dad had his last pint. John just is all hell. Life on the line in the ER. He was like, right, one more. And at that, that point, it wouldn't have mattered if he had one more or not. He still would have been gone. Yeah, kind of matter. I'm just that, saying. That's like, why he, you know, he was on the edge right and there. And whether that's, if he would have died or not, like it was going that way. I don't think one party. He, had he been, almost. Like, he really almost pulled through to the other round. Uh, I think it was very symbolic. Oh. I think it was intended to be the last one. Wow, really? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Because, I mean, he was there on the edge for a while, fighting a pretty good fight there for a while before everything just started shutting down one after the other. Um, and I truly do feel like it was that last guzzled pint in the ER right before he got, you know, into the room that just took it over the edge. That's why I feel like, like in this country, like addiction should be treated like a disease. Cause like your dad was a strong dude, you know what I'm saying? And then like yeah, over yeah. time he got. It was so he got weird his, to his see such disease, a bro. stable guy lose it 
all. Like it's it's because it's a fucking disease. Like it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like eventually, it takes over that person's life. And yeah. yeah, that's all. That, we it should definitely work. have way more addiction uh, treatment centers than what we do. The yeah. thing is, there's just so many regulations on it. Like for whatever reason, you like can only I, legally do so much before you're interfering with the person's freedom. Well, it's shit it's, like that. It's that, but it's also like getting one started is pretty difficult. The, the process that you have to go through it. It's expensive. It's very expensive, yeah. And then there's there's only you can only have so many like legally it's mandated. You can only have so many, um, and it's based on some weird number per county. So it's like if there's one in County X, then and you want to start one there, you can't because there's already one there. I mean that's what I'm saying. If there's one in every county, then that's a good number. But you know some counties you're gonna need more, of course. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. It just and it's still not, it's still treated as a crime. So these people get thrown in jail and then they learn to live a lifestyle outside of society to, to facilitate their habit. Sometimes it takes forever. Sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes they turn to legal alternatives like alcohol I mean, or whatever. I don't know uh, if that's the way, and I'm like, I'm not educated anywhere near enough to really be talking about it, and, but like I, I, I do anyways, just cause. So like, I don't know. Instead yeah, of instead of throwing people in jail for drugs, they should definitely, you know, use their amount. Send people to like the. You have to go here by this date. And a lot of shit needs to be decriminalized. Ticket. anyways. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. shouldn't be in jail or substance. Yeah. Well, they, they, they should. They create the own, their black market for it. Like they create the black. Market I think for it. I could see maybe enforcing some kind of. Um, negligent use laws of drugs oh yeah that would be great 100 you know if you're using a drug recklessly or you know running your neighborhood selling heroin then you shouldn't be able to do that but otherwise i just feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of legal things that need to be restructured just a lot of dumb shit going on and one of them is like it's like there's like a manufactured type thing like so on one hand you get the healthcare system and you know a, a, such an important staple in people's lives that has given basically put you know a ton of the country affected a ton of the country with addiction and then now you know these companies go away and you know they're getting sued all these things are going on and the people are turning to heroin and it's just a whole big mess and nobody's really taking ownership for it everybody's just kind of like you know, that's just a thing that happened, and in the wake of it, there's tons of people that are, you know, got, have died, or yeah, people are addicted. Well, and there's also, it's you never going to even be over. You got, say, you got some blame for the glorification of opiates in our culture, for, for that, for sure, hands down. The freaking clinics you always hear about in Florida that give out any type of pain management places. That, and that's stuff. what, we that's what I'm that. saying. Like on one hand, they regulate it. On the other hand, it's illegal. It's the same way with weed. Like they 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 give it out for free on one side, and then they make it illegal on the other. It's pharmaceutical uh, corporations snagging all the profits. They run the fucking. They run the game. Leaving the trail of death and addiction behind. Yeah. Yeah, it's just using people. People are just like cogs in a wheel to them. They need they need their normal society, like the people that go to work, pay taxes, all that. But then they need their outside society people to fill their for profit prisons, and then they they need to those people fuel like their war on drugs, which employs 
tons of law enforcement, tons of budget for law enforcement. Yeah. And if they, you know, say everybody decide, all right, we're done with crime, we're done with drugs, think about how much funding and money they would lose. So they need to keep that going. So and that's many jobs, so many jails would need to be shut down. I'm sure they would have to close at least dozens of jails. Well, that's why they don't. That's why they don't legitimately attack root causes of situations. They don't want to fix anything because they need it. It's the same with doctors and cancer. And even if you're selling weed and you get caught, they shouldn't be sending you to prison. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, they should I have think, been had ways to uh, legally do stuff. You know, what I'm it's saying? a it's a manufactured state and locally. Yeah, it's a manufactured way to get money from people. That's the whole thing. It's like they need those people who aren't paying taxes or, or not quite like contributing to society the way that they want. They need those people to pay as well. Like they need everybody to pay. It's just a big old corporation. Like I tell you what, Kentucky is slow when it's coming to getting on that train. One of the best agriculture states in the nation, supposedly, and then that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think uh, I like the. We're so late to the party when it comes to marijuana. Still, though, I mean, I'm still Come proud on, to be, like, game. a part of, like, America where it's at least going down, but I personally feel it's unconstitutional to, like, you know, arrest somebody in one state for something and then in another state, like, you know, it's a booming industry. It's like a fucking novelty tourist item. Like, it's yeah. kind of messed up. Even in the capital, like, in the capital, you know, I went to go see the capital, and you could order marijuana cookies. Bro. And psilocybin. Yeah, it's it's like, what the hell is going on? That's why, I don't know if you ever heard this term, but in other countries, sometimes they call America the great experiment because it's always just trying shit on their That's people. That's what it is, and we've had a relatively really short history compared to the rest of the world. That's true. That is very true. That's something a lot of people don't recognize, too. Oh, dude, our, our, our years of a nation compared to the rest of the world is already small, and then a population boom through that yeah. is one of the largest the world's ever seen, if not the largest. It does some crazy shit. Right. Those settlers that got off that boat and came over here. <laughs> Fucking shit up. Hard Doing ass stuff. motherfuckers. Doing bad stuff. Yeah, Just but like, now we're majorly eclipsed by China's growth. Right. But in my eyes, like, that's the thing. Like, there's people in this world that are like, cool. We're gonna do something messed up. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna we're gonna do something messed up, y'all. And like I'm over here like I'm on the train. I'm on the train. I'm proud to be an American, but I'm very skeptical of everything, especially the government. I, I'm proud to be an American. I'm ashamed to see what it's gotten to. You know what I mean? Like it's, it it sucks, but it's like the only thing that we know. It's got to be uh, constitutional <laughs> and patriotic. It's got to definitely be patriotic to be skeptical of the government. Oh, yeah. That's that's what they say. The mark of a good patriot is uh, someone who's always picking a problem. Right? And and that's not to say, that's my whole thing. That's the whole dumb dumb crap about this whole insurrection is like, I think it's, it's messed up because you... It's not going to work with violence. Like, we've tried that. We've tried violence for so long, and it's just not going to work that way. Like, it has to be, like, objective, well-thought-out plans. I can't believe over everything that the government has done that this is what caused an insurrection. You know what I mean? Trump not winning the election. 
that's what caused an mad, insurrection? Mad white people, dude. Mad like, white what? people that have no idea that there's consequences. I heard the action. media called them a bunch of uh, white, yeah, racists. Yeah, I'm sure. I've seen them labeled the multiple media outlets as a few of them at least being racist. I mean, I don't know. I just that's to me, it's it's domestic terrorism. And it's it's just nasty. It's wrong. And nasty. I just I just I don't like anything about <laughs> the political presidential thing that's been going on. I feel like especially now, it's so much it's so much easier as a group of individuals to get things done legally versus doing what they did. And you have to you have to recognize the fact that if that had been the same riders, you know, this past summer with all of the civil rights stuff, that had been the same riders, it would have been a freaking massacre. Like it would have been it would have been awful. Like you you look at what they did just clearing out a courtyard so Trump could walk to a church. Yeah, throwing tanks down. Right. But hey, what my my main my main question about it is so like, is our capital that weak to where people could just run up in there at any time? I think I think they had help, hundred percent had help. But like, that's part of the whole trial that happened. There's uh, a lot of insiders there. I hundred percent think they had help. Yeah. Oh, so it was almost like they tried to coup. Senators were involved, man. Yeah, there was wow. there was like groups yeah. of Trump supporters that this. visited yeah. weeks before, and you're not allowed to visit because of COVID. Normally, you can visit the capital. You're not allowed. Unless a senator brings you on a private tour. And there was a lot of people like the far-right uh, groups that had been on tours recently with senators. And it looked real sketchy. It got brought up in court. I guess my whole thing was that I've just been, I've grown up and lived in this land for 26 years now. And, like, from my, like, observations, I would have thought that there would be, like, more people with, like, assault rifles protecting the, uh, the Capitol, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, after the shit show that did happen, you saw that thing. Yeah, they moved in the National Guard. Yeah. I, I was glad to see, like, our military, like, stand up for the people, like, how it did. And stand up for our democracy the way it did. Because I honestly didn't think that would happen. I thought more craziness was going to go up. But I will tell you guys, like, whenever, the, whenever he was being, like, sworn in for the... Electoral College, and there was these rumors that all of the capitals were going to get attacked, like Frankfurt. So I was going to ride down there and just be like, "Yo, if people show up, I'll knock someone for you." You know what I'm saying? Like, true freedom just, fighter. Sta- yeah. just stand with them. Like I don't even care. Like I'm just thinking, like if I had been at the Capitol that day, I probably would have killed somebody. Like that stuff just makes me so mad. I might have drove my car across the Right? Yeah. Like seriously, <laughs> we're like, all joking. So... We would have never really done that. I did jump my car the other day, though. Yeah. Really badly racing a damn Tacoma. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and the old man looked at me, because it was like a dip in the road and shit mm. that I didn't see. How like, fast oh. were you going when you did it? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, 
Oh my god. We can. I know. That's what I said. I had the ability with these dope oh arms. Oh my so. god, bro, that's a game changer. I know. Bro, you but just stand up like a power pose, guys. <laughs> you want me to give a PowerPoint presentation for you right now? <laughs> I don't have one handy. But if you had one for me and notes, I could read off of them. Oh, I might pass out. I'm gonna find out. Though. If you pass out, I'm gonna put my butthole in your face. For the power. Oh, no, I have. Yeah, we're gonna wake up with a pink right eye. My face, <laughs> <laughs> I put powder on just before I came over. <laughs> <laughs> it's dry. Looks like Casper bad. over here. I love Shit. the smell of baby powder, though. Real fun. I usually put it on my balls after I shower. Dude, if I get super galled, yeah, I put it everywhere down there. I put it everywhere super down there anyway. Just because I like the smell of it. Facts. Get you baby soft. Yeah. All I have is asbestos and me coochie hoe. It's just so I, it's, it's so I don't have to dry my nuts as efficiently. Like I can just kind of leave them. Oh, you're making cake. Well, <laughs> I don't use too much. I just use a little dusting so it just kind of, kind of dries everything up. <laughs> making patty cakes. Making bacon pancakes. <clears throat> Want some bacon pancakes. So, I want to stop eating mammals. It's like a weird thing that's come like culture. Really? I've been trying to eat lately. local. I've been so, I've been trying to stop eating processed. Food. I want to stop eating cow. I want to stop eating pig. I want to eat meat still. I I'll still eat fish. But I want to eat deer. But I don't want to kill it because I know how. Yeah. Can't kill an animal, unfortunately. I would okay. like to. I like the. I would. I, it seems like a good thing to do, but I would. I know have I'm to. so flippy floppy, but I, I would actually go kill a deer and like like to cut it I up and just get the meat from it because deer meat is really good, especially if you get a. I'd a be I'd be out there and then I'd scare it okay, off. Like Joey just said. I'm gonna try to do a garden this year though. I'm gonna try to grow weed in my yard. I saw it. Looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. A wet salad earlier. Did you? Yeah, it was pretty nice. What did you think of it? Did you put dressing on it? Of course. What's your favorite dressing? Uh, I only stick with ranch. Really? Yeah. I th- Have I you ever had a too much ranch? And it just cancels out the whole point of the salad, honestly. Yeah. It does look like a ranch salad. Yeah. Have you ever had balsamic yet? Yeah, but I'm not into the French or the balsamic or anything like that. I've always been a ranch person, so. That's what's up. Have you ever had, have either of y'all ever had? It's just the urban city kid in me, you know? It's a, Cultural thing. I feel shit. like I think I'm just the only dressing, you know. I left my phone in the car. There's a there's an Italian dish that's like rice, creamy rice. You know what I'm talking about? I have been eating a lot risotto. of rice lately. Risotto. Yeah, I've never had risotto before. I had it at a restaurant the other day. I had crab risotto. Nice. It was the best. Oh my god, it was the best freaking. Dude, crab is fire. Damn, I know. Crab is so good. I know. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was lobster. It was lobster. You don't like crab rangoons? Crab rangoons are awfully rich. I can handle one or two. Of them. Uh, they're pretty wild. I like. Uh, I love crab I love Especially from Yamato. You ever been to Yamato? It's like a cheap little fast food Chinese type deal. Take out that area. They got some fire uh, crab rangoons. You ever heard of Juno off Preston? No. <coughs> they did the sushi place that is amazing. But they have really good crab rangoons. But I get, I'll get like two or three sushi rolls of crab rangoons. Yeah, I'll be a dirty little bad boy for some crab rangoons. <laughs> I feel that. 
But yeah, I, I went to this restaurant that had lobster risotto, and it was really, really good. Never had uh, risotto before. And then I had uh, fucking Germany ganache, Ooh, chocolate ganache. Yeah, I've never had chocolate ganache before, and I had it. And you just made it fat, dude. It was wet over It was here. so good. It just made my balls wet. <laughs> and they, they basically, it was like the drink I had was almost like a mint julep, but with gin and a couple other like ingredients, but there was definitely mint and gin, and it was... I had two of those. I'm not even playing. I think that cost me $35. Like, this place was stupid expensive. I spent, the dude brought the check. It was like 142 and I was fucked up. Jeez. So I tipped him $50. And I was just like, oh, God dang it. $195. And it didn't hit, yeah, it was 194 And then it didn't hit my account till like, midweek. And it just, like, wrecked my body. <laughs> but it was a good time uh, I only do that about once a year I try to do that like at least once a year find a good place and go eat there that's what's up I need it was, to do that it was so effing good we all need to go do like it's a Jack Fry's run again it's a whole experience for sure I'm telling you I'm saying but there right now I'm telling you what I went on this cause I was gonna take Whitney to this place Ceviche have you ever heard of it yeah you told me about it yeah I've talked about it all the time unfortunately and no, Whitney good. makes fun of me about it it's funny <laughs> but she she's like it's so built up now I'll never like it and I'm like yeah I feel you but I couldn't we could, I couldn't get us into there but on the search to find an effing place that was open on the Thanksgiving that was on cause there were, or Thanksgiving the Valentine's Day on the weekend it was like no place every place was booked up for Saturday and Sunday for like three right. weeks before like I thought three weeks before I'm good yeah start hitting places up everywhere was booked up it was ridiculous but I did find out that there is a ton of awesome restaurants in Louisville <laughs> like, like just a ton but it's expensive but at the same I time I yeah, dude. Fucking, I went there with Whitney and Trey one time, and it was some of the best fucking shit. So good, dude. I ain't been out nowhere good to eat in a while. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. And it sucks because you're going to spend you know, a lot of money between a couple people, and but it's, it's just good I shit. I think the fanciest place I ever went and ate at was the old spaghetti factory downtown Louisville. I haven't been there since a kid. It was about when a kid when I went. I went there at one point uh, this past year, a couple years ago. Yeah, it was pretty fucking legit. I rode a carriage. ice cream at the end or whatever it's called. I rode a carriage from there to somewhere. Yeah. They have carriages that pull up. Yeah, I've always seen the carriages out there. I did that. It's like eight bucks. (laughs) So I was like, hell yeah. I did as well. I was like, I don't know. Your policy. Um, no, one time there was a, a fucking carriage like in my neighborhood, like on Third Street. You ever remember? Yeah, there's a horse training spot over by your place. Yeah, it's on Stone Street Road by Gene Snyder. Kind of fucking, by the yeah. uh, Bear Shit Creek or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. what it's called. Fucking Shit Creek. Yeah, Shit Creek. So, uh, you see about the Elon Musk stuff, like getting humans to Mars within like uh, 2025? No. That's pretty crazy, ain't it? I thought he was going to blow him up. I if you had the opportunity, would you go on the voyage? Hell no. I'm not getting on nothing of Elon Musk. They're all blowing up. Don't do it. If you're listening to this, don't get on the rocket. You're going to blow up. The first people, mark my words. Right he now. said they'll be sending robots to build the colonies within the next year. All right. That's what's up. And I believe him, and I hope him the best. I don't think, I don't, I don't believe. I think he's going to keep blowing up rockets, and then they're going to, hopefully they'll never push it to humans. He always says something that will happen next year, and it takes five years to happen. 
Do you guys think he faked launching the Tesla? Because that's a theory, too. Uh, no, I don't know. I never looked into it. I don't think they so. just went out to space and they're just floating out there. Why, I think he said it's going to hit Jupiter or something. Why would they fake it? You know what I'm saying? Who cares? It overlaunched Mars. It's not going to Mars now. Yeah. Like, about to be I mean, Saturn's a little I, bit. I personally, I personally wish him the best. I think they'll do a lot of good shit. But at this point in time, if you were to be like, hey, you want to get on Elon Musk rocket? I'd be like, hell no. Not in a million effing years. Yeah. I've seen two of them blow up in the yeah. past year. I'm not interested. He said um, gravity propulsion and systems like that using anti-gravity will never be possible in our lifetimes. Well, I don't believe it. I don't believe that either. I, I don't believe, that in, I don't believe in impossibility. I think that stuff's already happened. Clearly, from all the UFO sightings. Like, if that ain't right. anti-gravity propulsion, right. then yeah. what? It's impossible. That's what we it just, is. yeah, we the just can't. We can't even perceive it. Dynamics, though, that's what that has it. to be. Yeah. And if it's not that, it's something that we can't, just couldn't comprehend until we see it and get our hands on one, it. One thing I do wonder about, though, is if, like, there are these, you know, shadow governments or, you know, we do talk there's to There's definitely aliens. a deep state. That's what I'm saying. If there's all these things, that like, was my one of my theories about uh, how is aliens are fake, you know, because the deep state wouldn't let alien stuff get all over Netflix. You know what I'm saying? True the deep state wouldn't let alien stuff be on every single streaming service. I, I personally think they're just trying to disclose. They wouldn't it. let it be force fed down the History Channel's throat through ancient aliens. You know. I I, I personally just think they're trying shows. to they're trying to normalize it <coughs> through like the propaganda machine of American fake media. invasion. Well, not even fake. I don't, I don't think, think it's guaranteed, but yeah. yeah. I, I think it's just what it is. I think that they're peaceful, and then our government wants us to think that they're bad. So they're trying to turn us against them already. And it could definitely be a, a theory. I that's what Richard Greer, have you ever heard of Richard Greer? Dr. Richard Greer? I want to say yes, but I can't think of anything of his off the top of my head. It makes me want to think of Richard Greer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a Richard Gear with your moles up your butt. He he was an ER doctor and then all like kind of was into alien stuff back in the early two thousands and huh. then he got in touch with a bunch of government officials like retired government officials and they ended up putting together like this massive press conference and they came out and was like you know these are the different species we've been talking to like all this stuff so over the years like he's yeah, done it was a government classified files yeah like the reason why the cia is releasing all their files and stuff is because of this dr richard Gere guy like because he's been on this shit and then pretty much his his message is like he says that <coughs> the government wants us to be afraid of aliens basically because they want to use it to freak us out or make us do things and then the aliens themselves are like, don't even comprehend that type of thinking, that type of manipulation. Like, they're just like... Yeah, stupid monkey behavior. The Their whole thing is they're in space, so they, they pretty much mandated we're not allowed to do anything as far as nuclear in space. So we used to test nukes in space, and then they put a stop to that. They were like, if you guys keep doing that, we're going to fuck y'all up, basically. And that's why, like, and there's tons of documented evidence saying, you know, Different nuclear systems have been manipulated by forces we don't know about. Like, right, like especially right. in Russia, there's a lot of shit. A lot of silos that just get shut down and offline. Yeah, there was just a lot of evidence to it. And then it was such a short period of time that we were supposedly allowed to do these tests. So it's like, to me, it just makes sense that, you know, it's like there's this theory that aliens couldn't notice us because we're such a smaller life form to them. It's like you don't stop on the sidewalk and say hi to the ant. 
But if the ant threw a hand grenade up near your knee, you know what I'm saying? You might be like, holy shit, that ant threw a hand grenade near my knee. I need, to look, that I need to look into this little fucking hey, piece dude, of shit. Uh, this idea that you're talking about, um, that's exactly what I was thinking when I sent y'all the infinite slug the other day. That's what's up. It was like, dude, he doesn't even notice me. I'm not even in his perception. I'm like oh, yeah. a cloud that's just rolling through or something. Right. Like, he, the, to the slugs. Something out in space. <clears throat> to the slugs, they're like, huh, I wonder if there really is humans. And dude, I like, I was thinking, <laughs> like, what if I was, like, almost microscopic size, but just enough to be, like, a part of, like, his world? You know what I'm saying? So then, like, you're just, like, on them mountains. And this dude's just coming by, and it's just a huge monster. You know what I'm saying? It'd be wild, bro. <laughs> That's what kind I of dude looked like he was just trekking up some mountains, you know. I mean, I, small, I took at least away from a planet. I took at least like a million amoeba or whatever with me over that jump at ninety miles an hour, and they're like, "What is God doing right now?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like God just jumped the Civic Si so far. I'm Did y'all see that shit? <laughs> I think about all the time. What if like everything that has the ability to have consciousness. Right, like even plants and all that. What if it's just as conscious as we are? Just it's on a different level of perception, like yeah. a, a, a a spectrum almost. Like trees would obviously have a way different perception of life than we do because their time is so different than ours, and they don't even record time, so they're not even aware of it. They just know, they just know things probably like very concrete yeah. truths, but then like. For humans, our shit's so fleeting that we're all over the freaking place. Like, you know, it's all individual. Yeah, what you were saying does hold some truth, I think, because uh, through mycelium under the ground, uh, plants say, plants communicate with each other definitely when they're being like. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, who, who, are we to, who are we to say we're the most conscious beings? You know what I mean? They communicate through the mycelium, the yeah. network of mycelium. It's everywhere. Right. I yeah. Uh, I tried to uh, communicate with some trees while I was on mushrooms when I was living in Brandenburg. How'd that go for you? And they were angry because it was windy. So, <laughs> yeah. They didn't respond well to my fuckery. I love it when you're on a psychedelic and you go out in nature. And, like, if you have any of the, any of the psychedelics still going in you, it just almost feels like nature is, like, really alive and, like, they're all, like, with you. You know? Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah. Yeah, there's very uh, feeling of uh, I feel so, I feel so like codependent, especially if like I'm out there and I'm a little like, wa- I don't know, wavy still. Wavy. Do you feel like like if you're in a weird spot, like because for me, if I'm in a weird spot inside and I go outside, it's better. It makes me just want to go walk through the forest and pick up trash. That's what's up. Really. Yeah, I, I it's feel like that. such a fun day to me. <laughs> I always have it like once, but I always get that feeling. It's weird. Yeah, I definitely feel at one with the universe. Um, but I, I feel that way a lot of times, though. Like, honestly. Like, I, just I feel at one on mushrooms and then LSD. It feels like I'm, you, I'm a robot now. Do you feel that way naturally? Just ever? Like, do, yeah. y'all, do y'all ever feel like just at one with everything ever? Yeah, sure. it takes meditation. Fair enough. And I still, I don't know, it's like I have more, quote, control in with psilocybin. Feel that. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's like, it's second nature okay, when you're so on psychedelics, it's like, you really gotta think about it when you're not. It's like, I, I, I feel like I am my own god, so I, I have, you know, my own 
decisions that I can make and there's a multiverse of where I make different decisions and I'm also having to weave and intertwine that with other gods in my universe making their own decisions and their multiverses and their fate threads in with mine at times there's things that I, and there's luck that I just can and cannot help and I feel like mushrooms and acid help me see some of those things where I see on mushrooms the things that like nature and, and people intertwine whereas on acid I see like the pure raw luck and draw yeah. of the universe definitely dude I, I have things that I've been holding on to for countless countless amounts of things from trips uh, a year ago two years ago it's just like, I don't know, there's a lot of healing things that go along with it if you know how to use it right. And like it doesn't just go away from me anyways. I kind of just take it with me and it's always there. Yeah. It's just like time and matter, ever-changing fluid, <laughs> you know. I, f I feel dynamic like... Dynamic to everything. I feel like pretty much every trip has affected me a certain way. And then, like, I've never, like, I've always gained a little something from every trip, and it's like a, it's just in me now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like even if, for whatever reason, say I couldn't take, you know, any type of psychedelics ever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just couldn't. I mean, it'd be fucked, because I've already, you know what I mean? I've already done that, so I can already kind of get to that thinking. It, w it wouldn't be detrimental. Like, I, I'd be like, oh, I'm bummed, but, like, it wouldn't be detrimental, because I've I've already been dead. I almost feel like I'd still be slave to a zombie life if I never would have tried psychedelics. Yeah, I'm not like saying if I never would have tried. Yeah, I'm not saying if I never would have tried. I'm just saying everything like, for uh, what it really is. Yeah. That's kind of what I get out of it. Yeah. So. It just opens you up. Is this a He Man or Conan? Is that That's Conan. Conan. The Barbarian. Conan drawing on the table. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll tell. My wife's a next little story about learning about my father for you know some of his things for the first time in my life. Okay, she's thirty-two years old. Yeah. Is this your biological father or biological father? Okay. I found out first of all that my. What I thought was my father was my stepfather. Right. And that I had a biological father. Which Alan really was your father. Yeah. But I didn't know he wasn't biological. He wasn't your sperm donor. That's what you're saying. I yeah. found that out at 11, 12 years old. Wow, that's kind of a long time to be yeah. not telling somebody. Right. I found this folder called Kelly's Shit. Oh, so you found it. You didn't even... Right. And I'm like, who's Kelly? My mom was like, oh, it's your dad. I'm like, what? She was like, you know who? I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> Damn. That's how they told you? That's yeah. fucked up, man. The reality so crumbled at that moment. So, you know, it's been a thing off and on for a little while. I, feel I saw like a couple we of all things. got daddy issues. You know, it, it was divorce papers and shit. <laughs> daddy swallowed. Uh, I saw divorce papers in there and all that shit, and then not much else. Um, flash forward, you know, now that my dad, Alan, my stepdad has passed, you know, we, I don't know, we were just having dinner with my mother, and the 
biological dad stuff came up, and she said, well, you know what? I have a box of your legacy for him. And I'm like, really? Legacy? Where's this box? Where's this legacy? And I'm like, I, want, I guess, let's, let's see it. She goes, uh, yeah, your legacy is in the uh, Hennessy box over by the dog shit. Because <laughs> um, my mom sets out pee pads and lets the dogs go on it. And sure enough, I get in that box and there's a bunch of pictures, comic books, letters to and from. He had a family album. And he, <laughs> he designed his middle school's yearbook. And it's the Satan somethings. <laughs> He drove this giant, drew this giant devil that was on the cover of their yearbook. That's rad. I saw the cover. It was crazy. <laughs> I can't believe they let him do that. But in I, public school. I just think, you know, this entire time, my father has been related to shit. Parents were probably really <laughs> mad about that cover of their yearbook. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it was apparently something that uh, Christians were, because it's North Carolina. So, uh, it was something like a Satan's something or another, which they were basically calling, like, you know, rowdy kids. Oh, okay. The uh, Satan's minions, yeah. yeah something like that. Um, but yeah, man, um, you know, with the folder called Kelly shit and the box of stuff being by shit, like, that's my entire legacy of shit. Dude, I feel like there's some cool little comics in the, the picture and drawing for real. Oh, and the Quaaludes, man. She, she takes the Quaaludes. She loves it in the morning. No, Scarface. Yeah. Oh, remember when we would always do the fucking voice, man? Do you know what the fuck I mean? Man? I think I just did the voice earlier. Yeah, before shabby. we started recording. Shabby, man. <laughs> Show these motherfuckers how to roll a doobie, man. I only fuck with that 100% pure Colombia shit, man. When I got off the boat, they taught me two things, man. <laughs> they taught me how to roll some fucking weed. They taught me how to kill people. Did you know how much this bitch cost me? We don't count that shit. About three fifty. <laughs> we, we don't fucking count that shit. You want two? That's about shit. A fucking Tony Montana, man. <laughs> You gotta learn how to not give a fuck about the weed, man. <laughs> oh, well. We're going off the rails. Colin, you care if I get my rails? No, I'm off the rails. It's getting wild in here now. Life's a Mitch, episode three. Been a long wait since episode two. Wonder how long I'm gonna make you wait for the next episode. Sorry, bitches. This one's audio only. Longer than my Maybe I'll get a video next time. We were all naked. Not. We couldn't post it. I was naked sitting there. I was sitting here thinking the whole time. It's been so nice. My balls in the air. It's COVID time. They're lying. We're really six feet away and have masks on. But I'm... And we've all been vaccinated twice. I am the COVID butt. I'm just kidding. I like to keep my... I get my own and my scoliosis to myself. Just okay. let it grow and put hair on my nose. Okay, if I get mumps from you, I'm gonna beat your big neck. I'm gonna punch you in your small neck. I never got the smallpox vaccine or something. I swear to God, if I get smallpox from you, 
It would have happened already, bro. Yeah, you got the immunity to it. I'm gonna yeah. go for the uh, the 2000s Lil Wayne right here. Cash money, baby. <laughs> <laughs> of it uh, because in some way it's like we can only get uh, information on stuff that's like away from us so um, that's like stuff that the sun's light you know isn't hitting us when we're trying to look at it because you can't have the sun of the light yeah the way they observe far out planets is shadows right so it would be like directly it's on the other side of the sun or something from us I think I'm assuming, but they know it's there because they get the uh, gravitational pulls from it. Yeah, I thought it was proven. I thought it was out. It's proven because of the gravitational pulls of everything else. It's throwing stuff I just off. thought, I thought it, like, did a pass or whatever where it was, like, I think it's, like, every, like, 2,500 years or something, they think it comes by. And it is in our system, and it fucks our uh, pull and everything up. Our electromagnetic shit. That shit's wild to me. I want to do more research on it now because I haven't. It used to be like, you know, that's where angels came from. Uh, uh, the Anunnaki is what they call them, yeah. Angel search. Yeah. Sorry. It's all good. Uh, oh, good, actually. I got it from there. Nah, I didn't. We've been going this way. My name ain't Skip. Uh, skip bowl. So. What else do I want to talk about? Do you guys, uh, have you been looking into any type of Eastern religion lately? Since you've been doing the meditation? I have. Meditation is a Buddhist practice. Right. That's where it, like, originated. Yeah, I I just, like, um, I don't know. I I, I have, like, a, I'm kind of pantheist, so I kind of believe in all all the shit, but currently I'm not really looking into many religions, like, it's kind of weird to say, but I guess offhandedly, just just because it's interesting, I kind of look into Satanism. Not not in like a like oh, I'm into Satanism, but it's more of like an objective look into it because it's always kind of freaked me out my whole life. But now I have such an objective mindset to it that I'm able been able to look into it objectively because it's like something that's there. And it's just it's wild to me to yeah. think that you would want to go that hard against society, like. <laughs> But, yeah, fight club in real life. Yeah, I mean, and there's some people who, like, you know, like, it's a peaceful, like, good journey for them. They do it correctly. And I feel like probably every religion has people who do it the right way. But, you know, then there's some people, like, Norwegian death metal people that are killing rabbits at metal shows. And, like, that's that's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. care how you fucking church it up. I guess I just don't like the religions that, like, expect money from you. From their oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mainstream Christianity is fucking bullshit. Dude, I mean, I ain't hating. It's awesome that everybody's out trying to, like, serve a higher being or purpose. It's just, like, kind of scamish once I, like, woke up and saw it for what it was. Yeah. Like, you gotta think. Like, I, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I've got a lot of Christians in my life. I, I grew up, it was Catholicized. <coughs> I grew up Catholic. 
So I'm saying you probably know Straight at least Roman cult culture, you know. You probably you probably know though at least one Catholic who's like legit. Like they're good. Oh, they're probably a few. <laughs> probably many. <coughs> That's what I'm saying. Probably many. Everybody. It's great because it gives you a good set to like build your life off of and live your life. You know what I'm saying? Those are the Ten Commandments say, you know, pretty much a good role, good set of rules to start living your life and being a good neighbor, well, this person for your family and yourself in general. It, they all. All of the major religions have great messages, and uh, that, that's why that's why I'm in you the just got to be able to sift through it and yeah. use it for what it is. And people use it in many different ways. It's a tool of many people for sure. It's like I was talking about that because my dad's Christian, and he thinks you know there's one God and all that. And he was talking to me the other day, and he just didn't know. So he's like, "So what do you think? Like, do you think there's more than one God?" And I was like, "Not necessarily. I think there's probably one God, but he's real smart. So he's like." You know, one, I'm not going to get to one person. I'm not going to get to every person through one paradigm. So I'm going to have to have a lot of roads to me. And I feel like even probably even Satanism, in a way, is probably a road to God. Like, for people who use it correctly. Like, like so I don't, I don't look down on religion or anything at all, but I more or less think of, like, you know, I follow, like, a kind of my own moral code, my own moral compass, I guess. Like, I have my own set of things, like, it's not even so much that I pick and choose, but it's like there's just lines that I won't cross, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and in the inside, I think everybody knows what's right and what's wrong, or for a most right. part. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Even without a major religion to follow. Yeah, uh, I just. But uh, not all people. That's the thing. You think that because you do. You do know that, which is good. But like, not all people fucking know that. Like, some people just be doing bad shit because they want to do bad shit. You know what I mean? It's because a lot of people are. In a culture where you're not supposed to look at someone else as exactly like you, there's rules, I don't know, different rules that apply to different people almost, it seems like, uh, in a lot of ways, and there's definitely social, economic, like, leaps and hurdles out there. I mean, I could get deep into it, but I'm not going to, because it's not my cup of tea we were talking about, but... Like what? I don't know, like... The body that you're born in, whether that meaning that you have uh, different numbers that go next to your family's name, you know what I'm saying? A different amount of numbers of bills or bank notes, whatever. And then that decides your life differently. But when they're the same people, we're all the same people. The senators that are money bags like what makes from being what 30 makes years them, in what in makes the them so important versus you exactly they're the same person as somebody that grows up in the ghetto and doesn't have a dollar to their name and never will well it's like people think like because you look at it like the they say you know there's democracy and there's capitalism and there's no caste system like there used to be a caste system when you were born into poverty and you stay in poverty because that's what you were born into and you don't really cross those lines way back when and then you know, there's this illusion of that that's not true anymore, but it kind of is. Like, there's systems in place that keep poor people poor and rich people rich. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's just that's yeah. what I was trying to get at with the, the, if people get treated differently. People 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%
I feel like I've done a good enough job transferring knowledge to them to where even if I don't have a kid, it'll be straight. Which, by the way, I didn't even tell y'all. I'm about to be an uncle-in-law. Whitney's sister is pregnant, which they weren't even wanting to have kids. It just happened. Like, they were never going to have kids, and then now they're all hyped about it. Is she the one that was at your wedding and hung out? Yeah, yeah, the sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's going to have a kid. Congratulations, Whitney's sister. Yeah, it's wild. Crazy bringing human life into the world and watching it grow. So, speaking of which, how are you doing? How's Taylor doing, Doug? Great. Awesome. Great. Rolling along. About two months away. Right. That's what me and Whitney were just talking about. Yeah. Wow. Crazy world. Um, so, you back out away. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. I'll let you know. Uh, we definitely did. But. Back to like the spirituality stuff. <coughs> so like, I don't know. What do you guys think about the idea of a heaven and a hell? Because I think that's kind of like cheap and an asshole move to begin with. You know? Well, actually, believe. I actually believe that um, it's it's what you make of it. Um, you know, from from Sorry. what I saw when I, I did a, a little bit of DMT. could totally see where I think we go as a heaven. In the literal sense of when you look up and call it the heavens. Um, be with in one of the stars and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Yeah. I think, uh, I definitely think that heaven and hell is a construct of like Roman Catholicism as a way to control the masses. Like, that's my personal yeah, opinion. Yeah, in, in the in the hit of hell I, and in, in the in the cloudy gates, I don't believe in that. I I, I believe in yeah. I think that up. I think that there's there's fucking nothing to worry about. Like this is as close to hell as we're ever gonna get, and there's nothing to worry about. When you pass away, everything in your life is gone. Back to square one, and everything's fine. Like you're gonna be fine. Like that's the thing. That's what I personally think about death. Is like. It has such a negative connotation on it, but it is literally just the same as puberty in my eyes. Yeah. Like, you are just going to die, and you're going to be, like, thinking immediately, like, oh, my God, I was worried about that my whole life, and it was such an <laughs> instrumental step in life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, we just don't know anything past it. It's the line of demarcation. Like, I we know. just don't know what's next. I do I, know for sure that it's just a passing of energy. Uh, for sure. It's going to be a sea of highs and lows, I'm There's sure. There's nothing to worry about. Well, if I may be I don't think I think I would almost one hundred percent for sure say that there isn't a hell. If I may be the rainy cloud here, um, I don't think death in of itself (coughs) is something to fear as in being dead. I do fear the ever living shit of how I'm gonna die. Like I don't want it to be painful and fucked up. It'll be super temporary. I want to get hit by a helicopter. It'll only last how long and then it'll be done and you'll be in bliss. I want to be I want to be held together by the helicopter playing the tree and then everybody has to come see me one last time on that. I don't (laughs) mind. No, don't talk about that. That's horrible. Too soon. Too soon. (laughs) 
I didn't mean it like that. I meant it more as like a signs vibe, like the wife on signs where she had tabs on the truck. Yeah, that one's pretty dope. Like they would never call him and let him come talk to her halfway alive on the street. I don't even mind if I go out the most painful way. Right. It's going to be so quick and temporary. Even if it takes a day. Even if it takes a day. Even if I'm in a day of straight agony, it doesn't even matter. Right. Because it's all going to happen. We're all going to the same place. Right, it's just like pain. Pain's gonna happen, and you'll deal with it when it comes. That's I just don't want to deal with that aspect. I don't want to. Dude, it's totally possible at any time. I know it. I know it. You're this almost like the same life force that runs through the roadkill that got ran over out there on the road. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the passive energy, similar to yours. I heard a loud. It could blast. happen at any moment. I'm sorry. It's okay. I heard a loud blast. Like, just shook the entire house. And I was like, I think that's a bomb. Because I didn't know it was raining. And it woke me up, shaking the house still, you know? Jeez. And I was like, oh, that's a bomb. We're at war. I'm about to be blown away. I hope it was quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I thought. I was like... Just I, land the mortar in the front yard, boys. I had a half second to think about that, and then I heard the rain against the window. I was like, oh, it's just a storm. And then back to sleep. Here's, here's <laughs> a wild thought for you. I think that, like, prior to death, like, right, say, like, say you're dead. And I've always kind of been afraid of, like, what if I'm dead and I'm there and there's nobody I know there and I'm feeling self-conscious. That's kind of a thought. It's like, I probably won't have those feelings, whatever. Anything that can be associated to a primary brain, you won't have. That's what I'm thinking, right? But so I probably, but I do still try to fathom it and come up with things. And one of my thoughts is like, there's no time, so I feel like everyone is part of everyone anyway. So as soon as you die, everyone's already going to be there. Like as soon as you die, you know, you'll become one with everyone and everything ever. And yeah. that way, like you'll be just united with everybody at one time. It's going to be wild. Like, like as soon as you die, everyone else technically dies too, in a way. Like Ooh. at the same time, the idea of everything dies, the universe ends. Right, the whole world ends. Like maybe we all just live out the end of the world, over and over and over. I've actually thought about that. I thought about like, what if I like look up and I see apocalypse and it's raining down and I'm wiped out, and then really what's happening is like a, you know, I'm to reset. shot in the head or something. I've kind of always thought, too, like, death is going to be, like, when you first go on DMT, when it gets all weird. And, like, because I'll be, like, taking a pee. It's like, what if I had a brain aneurysm right now? And, like, I'm just taking a pee, and the toilet starts doing crazy stuff. I'm like, oh, no, it's right now? (laughs) You ever be thinking that? Like, oh, no, I'm, like, going right now? Yeah. I'm driving. Crap. (laughs) I get those intense, sharp headaches out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, this is it. Right, yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, that bullet caught. <laughs> I start moving my mouth, like, nope, nope, no drippage yet, nope, nope. <laughs> or, or I'll be thinking about, like, as I get older, I think about a lot of uh, strokes. I'm very afraid of strokes, like, because yeah, yeah. it sounds like such a, like, you're just sitting there chilling, you're just sitting there chilling, all of a sudden, like, everything kind of goes weird. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, it's negative. It's just my fears. Yeah, you gotta, that's why I say you gotta make sure you're doing everything normal. 
That's why I've been wanting to try to eat a little better. But that's my thing. Like, I literally thought in my head, this is a big fella of mine. All right, I didn't think I was going to survive this long. So I had no planning up to this point. So now I'm trying, like, halfway trying to plan to living to 35. If I live to 35, then I'll maybe plan to 45. If I live to 45, then I'll begrudgingly plan to live probably to 80 or 60 or whatever. But that's kind of my thought process. It's like every few years... Like, kind of check in. It's like, oh, I'm not going to die in the next few years. Well, fuck, man. I guess I'll plan. Yeah. Move out to Arizona and start doing stuff with rocks and hercules. I, I want to start a friggin' pot farm. That's I hope we all make it to at least yeah. 70, bro. Oh, yeah. Same. So same. Nuts. 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 I hope Nuts. we... And nobody's debilitated and we're all just tight. To 40 more years, boys. Fuck yeah. That's what's, what's weird to me, though. It's like, man, I don't think... But I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like we're the all first, gonna, the first third or quarter. I'm trying not to have anxiety attacks. Oh, yeah. we're long here with you for the ride, Kazo. Uh, so it's the same. Everything's the same. We will all be one, like you said, probably. It's just that kind of leads into like sim- simulation theory. Like we're all bits of information that are just receiving right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then back that, into the mother system all at the same time or something. Like, time is happening for everybody right now. You know what I'm saying? We're all in the same bit of time just experiencing our perception, our, our reality. I just hope I get to make it to another paid mic. You got talent. You're going to do it. I promise. Just yeah. keep on putting the work in. Yeah. It just takes time, dude. Everything's a fucking process. It just takes time. You gotta get on at the right place and start killing. Right. One day, and that's how it is, too. That's what I've heard. It's like after, and this is fucked up, but this is what I hear about a lot of shit, and it was the same with, like, some shit with me, but it's like eight years, eight to ten years is a sweet spot. Like, if you really fucking focus on getting something for eight to ten years, you'll get it, no matter what. And I know that sounds like a long time, but it's it's true shit. It's like the 10,000-hour yeah. rule. Like, uh, to make a, to be a championship, like, like these people are in the NFL. Be a professional. Yeah. 10,000 hours. Yeah, yeah, you've heard it. Be a pianist, uh, you know, musician, singer, whatever you want. 10,000 hours. But who says, to me, it's like, with what I know about the brain, it's like, who says you can't do that at a later age? I hear that it's like, if you do that at a young age, when with the universal skill, it's like, usually music and language. Yeah. Are good ones in that yeah. too, and then get that experience in as a child. It, it doesn't. It's not ten thousand hours anymore. It's you know sixty thousand hours, then forty thousand, then twenty. I mean, I'm not. I mean, not ten. Ten thousand, then eight thousand, six. It, it's it's interesting. To, it's you pick just, up more things quicker. It's just interesting to me because it's like when you do. When you have a different thought process than what you normally have, like, the way it kind of works in your brain is, like, there's new neural pathways, ways built, I guess. Yeah, and that's the most psychedelics build those. Yeah. Right. Psilocybin known to, yeah, create Especially, yeah. Right, but, and anything, but if anything you do, like, say you started tomorrow, you were like, all right, I want to learn how to play golf. So you start, you know, the first thing, and then that's your first neural pathway. And then a lot of people, though, like, at a certain age, they kind of think that they can't keep building neural pathways, but you can't, like, no matter how old you are. It gets difficult, but it's like... You're completely cellularly, cellularly regenerated, whatever 
every, like, four to ten years. Oh, uh, yeah, you're a new person years. every seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's like, like if you, you know, the neural pathways you would build terms like, oh, like if you just kept doing that for 10,000 hours, who's to say, like, by the time you were like 40, you wouldn't be really fucking good at golf? Because you would. You'd be way better than when you first started because you just kept building that neural pathway. I can't, I can't watch my old stand up now without cringing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, Good I guess what stuff. I can attribute to what you were just saying is, this little, I don't know if a philosopher said it or what, but the idea is pretty much like once you get good at one thing, you get better, a little bit better at other things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like somehow it trickles through. That's what I was getting at. Branching up your consciousness. Yeah. 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 Jet Lee said that if you um, like come through his life, like he'd be like doing dishes, right? Yeah. And like the first time he did the dishes was one certain speed, but by the time like you know he was older, like that speed was like drastically cut in half because every single time he did the dishes, he tried to do it quicker. Yeah. And I was just like that. I was so attached to that idea. Like at a young age, like I read that at a young age, and it was like it's always kind of been something in my life. Like every time I do something. Especially if it's something repetitive or something I do a lot, then I try to do it better and better and better each time. I don't accept a certain level of it. Right. Nice. Even if I'm injured or if I'm old or whatever, like I try not to give myself excuses for it. Except for my teeth. I will not get them fixed because I have been. <laughs> yeah, me too. I need to go. I'm about to set up an appointment soon. I'm about to find Ain't that shit. At 11, 12 years old, I, I went under and, and got uh, nine baby and two adult teeth removed. That's crazy. I'm about to look into a fluoride-free toothpaste because I hate that it's already in the water to begin with. Spaz <coughs> out. Hit the ground. <coughs> Plus, so pretty harsh. I'm sorry. I just Plus. wanted to get really into that bit. <laughs> well, I gave it my all. Dick, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, boys, so we're just spitballing bullshitting tonight. It's been a fun one. But, uh, I don't know. Y'all think Sasquatch is real? Sure. I, I personally think that anything, like, it's probably all real. Like, if you want to look deep enough, like, demons, ghosts, aliens, Sasquatch, like, probably all that shit's real if you want to look deep enough. I personally, I don't know. I don't think ghosts are anything, but I guess I think spirits are sometimes, maybe. I don't know. There's a possibility for it. I, just I haven't seen, seen any hard, I just seen I haven't seen any hard evidence. I thought I saw something in my house when I was a kid. Twice, but it was always corner of my eye and probably just my paranoia. Would you be open to hearing like a story? Like, from my of course. Right. I wasn't trying to cut this off. No, so, just... so he was over there on a the corner blowing this guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like where this is going. We're spitballing, boys. Dirty dick in the boys. That's what this will be called from now on. So the, the most concrete, the most concrete story I have that I cannot attribute to anything other than fuckery by 
another person or thing or entity, spirit. Yeah. Well, I challenged it basically. Like my grandma was telling me all this stuff, and I was like, you know what? I think that I ain't gonna see nothing. I yeah. think it's a story you made up, <laughs> yeah. and that I can't go into this room. It was basically like a ghost was in this room. Is what everyone was accepting as the the acceptable. This is what it is, and I'm like. I don't give a shit. Like, so we're staying the night yeah. there. I'm like, let me sleep in the room because I think this shit's cool. Like, right. I wanna, is it a girl ghost? Like, it was. And I'm like, let me fuck that girl ghost. Yeah, so I'm literally like, worst comes to worst, I get to fuck a girl ghost. Like, and then it's probably nothing's going to happen. So I'm up there. I just watched Scary Movie 2 last week, too. Hell yeah, They exactly. had me up on all the silly my, shit. My thoughts, exactly. That pussy had me possessed, boy. So I'm, I'm up there, right? And it I'm gets to get <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm up there and I'm like getting a little weirded out because I was probably like 13, 14 and I'm listening to my headphones. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stay up because I couldn't, I was just, you know, it was cool to stay up late when you were that young. So I was like, I'm just going to stay up, listen to my headphones and chill. I'm just like laying in the bed and I just kind of start drifting in and out of sleep and I just wake up abruptly and my headphones for whatever reason had jerked and I'm like, and then the mattress literally as if someone had kicked it flipped off the bed like off the box spring and came off and went onto the ground with me on top of it like the whole ass like got kicked and then so I stood up and was like you know oh shit you know put the mattress back on and it slides back off onto me and then I'm like all right I'm out this fucking ghost is real Wow. And then from there, like, I was, I was seeing a bunch of shit, dude. Where was that? Your grandma's house? That was at my grandma's house. And then my mom and my brother was super into, like, demon shit. And then I saw demon shit. I like, did get, like, hella spirit vibes from around where we grew up, for sure. Yeah. It's well, like that kind of area. I feel like if you open that door, then that stuff's out there. You know what I mean? I mean, there's just so many spirits that pass through that area, you know, and the tuberculosis, tuberculosis hospital. True shit. Bit. Shit. I've been up there a few times. Uh, every time legally. So. I had the <laughs> the weirdest shit. The other weirdest shit was my Creepy brother and my mom. There for sure. They was like trying to do. They was trying to contact a demon, and they was telling me they did it. And I'm like, you know, fuck it. And I'm in the backyard one night smoking a cigarette, and I used to have a system where I could see the light from the from the breezeway shining on the fence and if anything went through it I'd you know throw my cigarette out because I wasn't supposed to be smoking I was young yeah. and this was like yeah, this was like you know six months seven months after the other incident so I'm already kind of wary <laughs> of creepy shit yeah so then you know they've been talking about all this demon stuff I didn't like that anyway it made me uncomfortable so I'm back there I'm smoking a cigarette and I look and the light's gone but the light's on and I'm like oh shit what the fuck what's going on here and there's nobody there so I put my cigarette out and I kind of start walking over there and it was just hella dark in this back corner of my yard and I mean dude I'm not even blaming it up it was like like just in my ear like just this whisper like in my ear and I even I got in trouble because I fucking ran I started running and I ran through the back glass of the backyard like the back door of my house was glass and I ran through it because I was so freaked out like yeah so that's the only two like super concrete things like other shit I've seen but that's the only reason why because I used to be really skeptical of everything too but then this bullshit happened to me but I think it's because I believe in it you know what I mean 
Like yeah. if I didn't believe in it, then I probably wouldn't see it or I wouldn't even notice it. But yeah, I totally think there's a power of manifestation behind some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. There's got to be. I mean, before chemistry was alchemy and, uh, you know, there was a lot of mythical, not mythical, but whimsical things that went along with that. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's all kinds of stuff that modern science doesn't deal with. I think about, like... Uh, probably still present today. Like fucking Gandhi said, like be the change you want to see in the world or whatever. And that's not to me. It's not just inspirational. I think it's like like about manifestation too. It's like, right. Like if you really want shit to change in the world, then you change yourself, and then you'll see. Like it'll just happen. That's a great interpretation. Yeah. Beautiful. Sure. I love it.